Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. If you were listening to the show last week, you'll remember we were talking about bullying in the workplace. And over the past couple of day, days, we've had a variety, a number of different stories that have continued to come into us um, here by email. And Kate got in touch with us. Um, Kate, listen, thanks for, for reaching out to us on the show. You might just explain why you got in touch. Hi, Andrea. So I got in touch because um, I'm a nurse and I went through um, quite severe bullying in my very first nursing job. And it really struck a chord with me listening to the other callers. And I just wanted to tell my story because I do think it's quite an issue in nursing. Tell me about your experience, Kit. So uh, it was my first job after I qualified. Um, I actually went back to university as a mature student in my 30s. So it was a big sacrifice, something I really wanted to do. And as soon as I started in the role, there had been a recent change of management and I immediately got a sense of sort of tension in in the department. Um, I quickly realised why. Um, there was a, a serious issue with management in that department. Um, just to give you some, some examples of some mm. of the things that I would have either experienced myself or directly witnessed other people. Um, I suppose the big one for me was public humiliations. Um, so if there was a mistake made or a mistake perceived to have been made, um, people would be um, called out on it in a public setting in front of colleagues um, in a unprofessional manner. So, you know, raised voices um sort of inappropriate body language and in a lot of cases it would be you know act first and then find out after so it might be hear one side of a story or um you know misunderstand something and you'd end up being you know going into your your team handover every morning wondering who's it going to be this morning who's going to suffer the humiliation and it would be a massive stress from the time that you left the house in the morning to the time that you ended up in that meeting and it happened on a regular basis happened to all of us it happened to us individually it happened to us as a team Um, there were certain individuals who would have been um, more of a target, I suppose, than others. Um, I personally wouldn't have been um, as much of a target as other people. But I did see colleagues who they were definitely singled out for different treatment to the rest of us. Just to give you an example of um, Mm. one individual, um, she had raised a, a minor clinical concern about something and it didn't go down well with management. And it's very common in nursing that, you know, if one area is short, they'll pull a nurse for another area to help out. And, you know, that's something that we're all absolutely fine with. We're a team and you go and you do your bit. But it can be a little bit stressful for the individual that needs to go to a different area because, you know, it's people you're not familiar with, Mm. patients you're not familiar with. And it should be done in a manner where it's rotated as to who goes so that it's fair and, you know, the the workload is spread out. But when someone was out of favour, they would be singled out to be sent on relief. And it would be very clear that that would be the case. Um, that particular nurse, um, she actually went through 
a very difficult time. Um, and there was one particular incident where she had sent a brief reply on an email and she had sent it in, in caps lock and she genuinely didn't realise that that could come across as shouting. And rather than just saying to her informally, you know, don't do that in the future because it can be, you know, construed in this manner. She was called into a meeting with two managers and a really big deal was made out of it. And she was really upset about it. Um, and around the same time, you know, she was kind of a mentor to me. She provided me with a lot of extra training, was a great support to me. And we had um, a program in the department, a sort of inspiring colleagues program, where if someone did something really good, um, either, you know, for you as a colleague or for a patient, you could fill out a form and they would get, you know, acknowledgement. It would mm. just be words just to say, you know, so-and-so did well a good done, job. Well done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, well done. And I had filled out a form for this colleague and submitted it to management and the form never went anywhere. It was never acknowledged publicly or privately. And it was all around the same time that this nurse was going through these um, particular uh, incidents where it looked like she was being targeted. Um, There was other incidents where, you know, uh, rosters would be changed at short notice. without maybe someone wouldn't be told until the very last minute they might have had plans and it would feel like it was being done um in retaliation for something that may some perceived slight or something that may have been done that management didn't like um we were sometimes um told that if something didn't change or didn't improve or wasn't done uh, it would be escalated to the next level up of management and there was one incident where that particular manager who we all had a fear of uh was described as ruthless uh by another manager um, so, so so could could you so for, so I suppose first of all Kate it it like it wasn't just you clearly there was experience no. in this it was it was your team um as you say even other members were 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 singled out even more so from from the group but was there anyone you could report this to or like if if it's the direct if it's if it was your the ch- if the chain of command if it's the person above you in the ladder that's doing this was there any way of bypassing them to to report it to HR or anybody more well, senior yeah, so um, what I, as colleagues started leaving, um, I actually brought it to the industrial relations officer of my union who were excellent and she was a massive support to me and she arranged a meeting with the director of nursing and the deputy director of HR and she was there to support me and I did my best to bring my concerns to them about the management style within the department and they listened. Um, I don't think they really took it on board because a lot of what went on was quite, it was done in a manner that it was difficult to provide proof of or to, you know, really pin down. It was it was a culture in the department and I did my best and, you know, I did have the support of the union. They were really good, but, you know, they listened and they said, you know, we're sorry to hear that, mm. but nothing really happened. And um, yeah, it just kind of burnt out, really. And 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 Kate, were, were you able to discuss this with other colleagues at the time? Like, I mean, was there a collective response taken I yes. suppose, from, from you and members? Yes. So um, people, there, there was a, a sort of um, culture of fear within the department and people for the most part, chose to leave the department or leave the hospital rather than try and tackle it. Um, 
So, you know, we were all very aware of what was going on. It was something that we talked about regularly among ourselves about how, you know, talking about almost a a trauma that we were going through because particularly with the the public humiliations and people being targeted, you know, we could see it and we we could see the effect it was having on our colleagues. Um, As more and more people were leaving, um, that was at that stage where I tried to escalate it. Um, But as I said, it, it, it didn't really go anywhere and people chose to leave rather than try and take a stand and leave this, that. leave this particular job or this particular hospital? Uh, some left the department, some left the hospital. What did you do, Kate? So I stayed for a little bit longer because I, I really did enjoy the work that I was yeah, doing. I'm sure you'd gone back and everything as a mature student and there was big commitment yeah. involved in it. It was, it was a big commitment yeah. and I, I I, really loved what I was doing but it got to the point where it was taking a toll on my mental health and you know some of us did have time off for um, mental health related leave and it got to the point where for my own sake I had to move on so I moved on and moved to a different nursing role which I really enjoyed but by a strange twist of fate ended up um dealing with one of those managers, not in a reporting relationship, but I did end up dealing with her and um, that was very challenging for me again. And it ultimately ended up being a a small contributing factor to me leaving that job again. And I've now left nursing completely. You've left the profession completely, Kate. Yeah, yeah. That must have been a hard decision. It was very hard because, you know, I... I am passionate about nursing yeah. and I I would love to have been able to do something to have made that department a nice place to work for, you know, the great nurses that work there. Um, I I don't know if I ever will go back to nursing. I, I would love to someday, but it's just right now, even though it's a couple of years ago, um, those memories are still strong and... It, the girls that I worked with there are now mm. some of my very best friends okay. and it's something that sort of uh, bonds us together because of what we went through together. But it's just, it's te- like, I mean, and, and you're looking, I suppose, at the, the whole, you know, hospital crisis, overcrowding, staff shortage situation that's been unfolding for the past number of weeks. And are there many people in your position, do you think, that have left, this, left I, the profession I, for this for bullying, basically yes. bullying in the health service. I think a lot of I think a lot of nurses tolerate it, um, and suffer as a consequence. And then there's others that leave either to a different area, a uh, different part of the hospital, different hospital completely, or move into something that would be sort of nursing adjacent. Um, but I I do think a, a lot of nurses experience bullying. I think it's a, it's a big problem in, um, in the sector. Is it something that's been addressed by senior management or, or you know, clinical directors within the HSE? Like, are, are they aware, Kate, do you think that this is the problem that you say it is? I, I don't know, Andrea. I think, I think certain individuals are known um, to, I suppose, have more of a, a problem than others, I would say. Um, I think that the particular individuals that... I um, had my experiences with, I think that they were known for um, being sort of challenging for staff to deal with. Um, 
but I, I I do think that that management senior management are aware, but I'm not sure how much of an appetite there is to really tackle it, an appetite or an ability. When you look back, Kate, now, like, you know, are, are you sad that you're gone from it? Are you happy with with where you're at at the moment? Then I'm very happy with where I am at the moment. But I would think that I would still rather be caring for patients on a day-to-day basis. Kid, I wonder, like, you know, I know in talking to you today, um, I wonder will um, your story resonate with with other people, with other listeners, um, with us, you know, tuned into us here today on the programme. Like, would you, if you were talking to young people, you're standing in the nursing college today or nursing students, you know, would... What would you say to them, to people going into the profession? Um, I would say be prepared to stand up for yourself uh, if you need to. Be prepared to make a stand. Someone has to. Um, you know, if people just keep allowing it to, ha- I don't, not allowing it to happen, but if people don't try and challenge it, it's just going to keep happening. Um, I, I tried three years ago and... I didn't get very far, so that's why I decided to come on here today to see if, you know, maybe we'll trigger a conversation. Yeah, yeah. okay. Well, listen, if people um, want to get in touch with us about this, you can give me a shout. It's 1800 453 106. That's the number. Or drop me an email, lunchtimelive at newstalk.com. Listen, Kate, thank you for uh, getting in touch with us today. And look, Thanks, mind Sandra. yourself. Yeah, and I hope the rest of the professional career, you know, is, um, is, 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 is more positive for you and better for you as well. And, and, and mind yourself too. Thank you very much. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.